Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, January 18th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Nothing much on President Biden's schedule today. A little briefing here, a little lunch there. He's prepping for the big press conference tomorrow. We will be on live 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow evening for all our affiliates out there. It's going to be a pretty heavy news day, and I want to be on it for the Biden press conference and reaction to it. So I have six questions, vital questions, important questions that should be asked. And if you have a pen and paper, fun exercise, you might just write them down. If you are a BillOReilly.com premium or concierge member, you can access our transcripts. We put out the transcripts of the show every night so you could see the questions there. But these six have to be asked. Will they be asked? Uh, I don't know. First one. Mr. President, you campaigned on mitigating COVID, but it is worse now than under President Trump. Why? And a follow-up, do you support school shutdowns over COVID? So that's number one. We want to get to the bottom of why the Biden administration has performed worse than the Trump administration in mitigating COVID, right? That's what everybody's affected by. And that's the first question. Very specific. Why? Why is this all happening? Do you think? Second question. Very simple again. Mr. President, what specifically are you doing to stop inflation? Now, it doesn't get more simple or simpler than that question. But the specific word, what specifically are you doing? Come on, man. So that's number two. Number three, Mr. President, always respectful. Why have millions of migrants entered the USA illegally on your watch? Far more than uh, the last year of the Trump administration. Why? What's going on down there? Can you explain why more than two million encountered the Border Patrol last year? That doesn't count the people that got through the Border Patrol never saw. Why? Why is all this happening? Ah, question number four. Mr. President, do you oppose voters showing identification before casting a ballot? If so, why? Now, this is the key to the Voting Rights Act. No ID. No. Why? Why? Got to have an ID to buy booze, cigarettes. Got to have an ID to go many, many places. Got to have an ID to get on a plane. No voting ID? Why? How does that? And if he says it suppresses the vote, then you go, well, how? How? See, now that's a key right there. Number five. Now we're getting controversial. Mr. President, can you define... Critical race theory. What does that mean to you? I'd love to hear his definition, wouldn't you? You think Joe Biden can define critical race theory? I mean, these questions don't give you a lot of wiggle room. Now, would he answer any of them? No. 
But then you would see, obviously, that he's not answering them. And the final question I have is, do you believe CRT, critical race theory, is a valid subject for school children? All right. So just in case you don't know, because we have viewers all over the world on um, this broadcast, just in case you don't know what critical race theory is, theory is a key word there because it's not proven. But the people who invented this and who push it believe that the United States is not a noble nation because the foundation of our power, success, and capitalistic system was built on the backs of slaves. So even in Boston and New York City, where they never had slavery um, to any great extent, um, that southern plantation agricultural economy built what we have now. So therefore, people of color deserve preferential treatment. That's critical race theory. Okay? Does Joe Biden know that? I don't think so. But maybe he'd surprise me. So that's why I'm asking a question. So if you're going to have a theory taught to eight-year-olds who have no capacity to put anything into perspective, if you're going to give them that theory, is that a good thing? To teach them that their country is not a good place? Yes or no, Mr. President? Now, I can tell you that these critical race theory questions will never be asked. I don't think the voter ID question will be asked because that just blows up Mr. Biden's premise and the Democratic Party's premise that Republicans want to suppress the vote. Well, asking for an ID isn't suppressing the vote. It's assuring that the citizen casting the ballot is who he or she says she is. Now, I know you might be able to not say in Cambridge, Massachusetts, or uh, Palo Alto, California, the words he or she, but you get my drift. Okay? So, again, we got COVID, we got inflation, we got the border madness, we got CRT, we got voter ID. If you get answers to those six questions, you advance the dialogue on the Biden administration immeasurably. But I know they'll ask a question about COVID, and that's what Biden's rehearsing right now. They'll pepper him with COVID questions. And it's not like Joe Biden is going to be spontaneous in the moment. He's not. He's going to memorize and have written down for him answers to the questions that they believe, they being the Biden administration and his advisors, are coming. You know COVID's coming. You know an inflation question is coming. Okay? They have to. They have to. Um, there will be some beards. You know what a beard is? A beard is someone who is covering for someone else. So among the White House press corps, there will be some beards in there um, who want to give Biden relief. And they will ask him ridiculous questions, questions that he can spend 
five, six minutes on that are not a challenge. Don't mean anything. Write those down, you know, and I will too, because I'm going to have the whole thing. So anyway, um, there are a lot of other questions to be asked. I'm, I'm giving you six big ones. All right. Big. I want to know what Mr. Biden thinks about those six. I can come up with 10 more, 20 more without a problem. But I don't want to ask theoretical questions. My questions, if you remember when I was on Fox News and I interviewed the presidents, were all fact based. So here's the fact. What are you going to do about it? Inflation is at 10 percent. What are you going to do about it? More than two million migrants have encountered Border Patrol last year, last fiscal year. What are you going to do about it and why is that happening? Fact-based. You get into theory, they take it anywhere. That was the beauty of the Trump history tour. All my questions were fact-based. And he answered most of them. And we are thinking about how to distribute all the tape that we have. We'll come up with something soon. Uh, Again, we will be live on Wednesday tomorrow to play you the most important parts of the press conference. I will analyze it and then the reaction to it. So it should be well worth watching tomorrow. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com slash Carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash Carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. Visit now. So this is from the New York Post, and it says that 28% of his first year as president was spent in Delaware. Joe Biden, about a third, you know, close to a third of his presidential time, first year in Delaware. I don't have a problem with that. I I never had a problem with Trump going out playing golf in Mar-a-Lago or Obama taking the summer off in Martha's Vineyard. I I don't have a problem with it because you can work, and I, I do. Wherever I am, I have to continue to monitor what's happening in the world. So it doesn't matter whether you're in Washington or you're in Delaware, you know, with the communications that we have now, you can you can do your job. So I don't have any problem with that. Do I think Joe Biden is a slacker? Yeah, I do. I don't think he works as hard as most presidents, um, particularly uh, comparing him to Barack Obama. Obama worked a lot and Trump did, too. But Trump's schedule was kind of erratic. Obama was a disciplined schedule every day, beginning with 7.30 in the morning. Biden kind of saunters in about 9.30, 10. Again, nothing wrong with that if he works overtime. Like Trump worked, 
you know, all night. You know, he didn't start early, but he worked into the night. Anyway, I don't have a problem with Biden being in Delaware. I do think he's a slacker. Could be wrong. Now, the leftist media are getting very nervous, and you know that, very nervous about uh, Joe Biden. Not because they like Joe Biden. They don't. The progressive leftist media, they have no use for Biden. He's just a pawn. But they see the progressive movement going down with Biden. So they're really nervous. And here's the proof of that. Throw it on the screen. Maureen Dowd is a signature columnist at the New York Times. The New York Times is now a progressive organization. It's no longer a news gathering organization. So Ms. Dowd says in her Sunday column, quote, as hapless as Biden and his coterie are, we can't give up on the president because he's all that stands between us and the apocalypse. The hands of Trump, DeSantis, Pence, Christy Noem, and future Chief Justice Amy Coney Barrett, Maureen Dowd. So who's us? All right, I don't, I don't get this. We can't give up on the president. Who's we? Who's us? Obviously, that's the progressive movement she's talking to. Now, she's a columnist. She can say what she wants. But it's like we and us, and this is like the rest of the barbarians... You know, oh, so and then he says the apocalypse at the hands of Trump. If you examine, as I have, the Trump policies in four years as compared to the Biden policies in one year, there's no comparison about whose policies were better for the United States. It's not even close. Under Trump, there was no inflation. We were energy independent. There weren't any shortages or supply line problems. China wasn't threatening Taiwan. Putin wasn't threatening Ukraine. None of that was happening. It's not even, I mean, it's so dramatic that anyone who would tell you that Biden is doing a better job as president than Trump is either stone-cold stupid or a liar. You just put up what happened. Even the handling of COVID, which no president could handle. Nobody has a magic wand and say COVID's going away. Okay? But under Trump, it wasn't as bad as COVID is under Biden. Okay. Now, even though the leftist media trying desperately, any way they can, to prop up the progressive movement, it's not working. So I've always said to you, the reason that I'm not depressed and that I'm not down, I get a lot of mail, the country's gone and it's not coming back and America's had it, is because essentially I believe most Americans are fair-minded people gone to every state in the union, every major city. I can tell you from Presque Isle, Maine to San Diego, from Fairbanks, Alaska to Key West, what is going on? I know this country. 
Now, I know that most people can be misled, and some of them have gone off the deep end because of Trump hatred. That's true. But most of them, when it's crunch time, and it is now, they come back. Here's the proof. Gallup poll, 12,416 adults, okay, taken in December and January. In politics, as of today, do you consider yourself a Republican or a Democrat? One year ago, the answer was 49% Democrat, 40% Republican. That was a year ago. Now, the answer is 42% Democrat, 47% Republican. So Republicans, according to Gallup, on a 30, on a 12,000 man woman poll, Okay, Republicans lead Democrats now. You know, you got midterms coming. This is why the progressive left media, they don't know what to do. They're losing money. CNN, MSNBC, Network News, all viewership all going down, particularly younger viewers. Newspapers going out of business. Okay, Um, and the left wing media goes, now we're going to lose our progressive movement because if Biden goes down, the progressive movement goes down. It's tied in. Again, Biden is their pawn. So I wanted to just bring you up to date on the Trump rally that happened in Arizona. Our best um, reporting, and we did some reporting on this, is that 15,000 people showed up. Okay, it's a nice crowd. Nice crowd. And um, there were... A lot of other speakers, but the president, former president, spoke for two hours. Wow. Two hours. Now, the only people who took the uh, speech were Newsmax and One American News. Okay. Fox News did not take it, which I thought was a major mistake. But on Fox Nation, which cost $65 a year, they did run it on their subscription service. Um. I said to myself, you know, you got a Saturday, not a lot going on. You got a former president. You can't take 30 minutes of his speech. Why not? If I'm the news director, I take it. Why wouldn't you take it? If you're Fox News, your audience is obviously traditional conservative, many, many Trump supporters. Why wouldn't you take it? It's an interesting question. And I don't know the answer to it. All right, let's go out to uh, California, uh, where there is unbelievable chaos going on. So the latest is Assembly Bill 1400. This bill in Sacramento would establish universal health care for all Californians under the name CalCare. So you couldn't have private insurance if you were a citizen of the Golden State. The government would run medical insurance 100%. Okay, doctors couldn't opt out, no private practice. That's it. They're doing it. Okay, in order to pay for this, you've got to have an astronomical tax rise in the state, individual and business taxes. So let's put it on the screen. I'm just going to give you four categories. So if you don't earn anything, if you're a vagrant in California, you still have to pay. 2% under CalCare. 
I don't know how you do it if you don't have any money, but they want you to pay 2%. If you earn more than 61000 that puts you in the middle class, working class. You pay 11.5%. Okay, that's a big hit. If you earn more than 600000 which you're affluent then, you pay 15. If you earn more than $2.5 million, you pay 18%. So two and a half million, and now we're into Hollywood now. That's their zone, the successful people there. So two and a half million, you got 18 to the state. You got 40 at least to the feds. That's 58%. Just income tax. That's it. I mean, you got all kinds of other tax. So you're up to 58. Now, a lot of people in California are panicking. But I say not yet. Because this amendment, this CalCare, has to be amended to the California Constitution. It's not just a straight law. In order to do that, two-thirds of the Assembly and Senate will have to go along with it. Newsom would sign it in a minute, okay? And maybe that'll happen because it's so far left in California. There are loons out there, okay? But even if it does happen, then the folks have to approve it. They have to prove an assembly constitutional amendment to fund CalCare. So the regular people get to vote whether the state can put all this onerous taxation on to pay for CalCare. They can't vote on CalCare itself, but they can vote on the funding. They will vote on the funding. And I'll tell you what, if California wants this kind of taxation, you got to move. You got to leave. Keep an apartment. But you, got, you, can't, you can't be paying that if you're a successful person or a business. You can't. I mean, what's the point of working? Okay. London. I lived there for a year. There's a mayor, Sadiq Khan. He's a loon. But what he's doing is coming to the United States. So Sadiq Khan wants to charge people who drive around London a daily clean air tax. Daily. So therefore, somehow, the government would figure out how much you're driving in London, how many miles, and then there would be kilometers over there, and then they would tax you on it every day. So at the end of the month, you would get a bill if you drive around London. And that's in the name of climate change. They don't want people to drive. That's coming to the USA. You wait and see. States like New York and California, Illinois, the loon left states, Massachusetts, they're going to devise a way to tax drivers on how much they are in the car. Coming. That's why I'm reporting this. Now, that hasn't passed yet in London. Will it pass? I don't know. Now, here's a terrible story, and I'm sorry to have to report this, but it's my job. So at UCLA, uh, University of California, Los Angeles, uh, there was a very nice 24-year-old graduate student named Brianna Kopfer, okay? And she worked in a furniture store, and she went to work, and she was the only employee in the Croft House Furniture Store. This thug goes in to the furniture store and stabs Brianna to death. 
unknown black suspect, black male, and um, they, don't, they haven't gotten him yet. He had a mask. They got him on tape. So 24 years old, there's the suspect, and Brianna is dead. And here's what her father said. This kind of tragedy just can't befall more people. It's just so painful. We live in a community of families that have children similar in age to Brianna, and the outpouring of emotion is unbelievable. I mean, every parent feels this so deeply. It's right. just something that we can't see happen. Well, you're going to see it happen again and again and again because in Los Angeles, they don't enforce the law. Just like in New York City and in Chicago. The authorities don't enforce the law. So mad men can run around and do whatever they want to do. And they know it. And they're doing it. Now, this is like Kate Steinle. It's almost the same thing. You had an illegal alien in San Francisco. Six felonies, deported five times, and come back and he kills Kate Steinle. Anything done about that? No. Nothing done about it. They got the guy. They acquitted him. Jury said, oh, it was an accident. He dropped the gun he stole, and then the bullet hit. Come on. Come on. But is there an impediment to criminal aliens coming back to the United States after being deported five times? No. Now it's... A hundred times easier than it ever was because of the open border. In Los Angeles, the cops there, you got a gun, so what? So what? They're going to prosecute you for carrying a a legal firearm around? And here's the irony. Who are the loudest voices against the guns? The progressive left. They want to ban every gun. But it's okay with them if a homeless person a drug addict, a mentally disabled person, whoever carries a gun, we're not prosecuting them. No, it's the gun's fault, not their fault. How insane. Anyway, our prayers, and I mean that literally, go out to the Copper family. And I, I mean, when I see stuff like this, I think about my own daughter. And that could happen to her here in New York. All right, in Los Angeles, the major industry is Hollywood, showbiz, as you know, okay? And that business is falling apart. So movie theaters, only if it's Spider-Man or some blow-up thing, superhero, kids go. But regular movies, no, they're shot. West Side Story, big Steven Spielberg thing, uh, buku money spent on it, marketing it, bomb. Okay, James Bond, Bond. Actually lost money, if you can believe it. In the long run, it'll probably make a little profit, but it was so terrible. I mean, that was the only movie I saw in a theater in the last year. Okay? And I went for work because I was analyzing how woke culture has destroyed the James Bond franchise, which it has. Okay, so people have had it. Television, you watch anything on TV? Anything? It's all singing, dancing, talent shows, cooking. I mean, the only show I watch, and I've said this before, is Blue Bloods. Well-written. That's it. I don't watch any other entertainment show on the network. 
Streaming, I don't have time for streaming. All right, I don't know where it is. Amazon Plus, Roku, I, I can't, I don't know. And I don't really care. I, I like Ted Lasso in its first season. Now it's not good anymore. Hard, it's hard to keep those shows cooking. Um, anyway, if you think back 30 years to the movie industry, the TV industry, it's like, what happened to it? So I looked around for a guy who knows about this and um, written a book on it called Virtue Bombs, How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost Its Soul. His name is Christian Toto. He joins us now from Denver, and he is a, uh, a movie critic. He follows the entertainment industry very closely. So I want to stair-step this interview. First of all, it's true Hollywood is woke. Nobody can deny it. But who made it woke? Who, who are the power brokers in Hollywood who are ordering people to be woke? Who are they? You know, I think you look at the corporations have gone woke. I think you look at the studios have gone woke. It starts from the top down. They make the orders. But it really is pervasive in the culture. You've got actors who are woke. And part of the, part of the reason why is they're scared. If they're not woke, they could get in trouble. A lot of them virtue signal to get to the next job, get the next gig. But also, you look at the media itself. Hollywood Reporter, Variety, Deadline, they're pretty woke, too. They actually enforce cancel cultures in kind of quiet and not-so-quiet ways. So it is pervasive. It isn't just one source, but it's everywhere in the industry right now. Okay. Um, Lara Logan, a journalist, got fired from the United Talent Agency yesterday uh, for comments she made uh, on Fox News Channel, I guess. The agencies, there's only like four of them. Mm -hmm. that get work for writers and directors and actors, they're all woke too, right? They're pushing oh, yeah. this woke business like crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's what's really interesting. Let's take the woke by their word. They want to make a better society, a more gentle society. Okay, I can agree with that on certain levels. Then why do some people get away with almost anything? Do you know what Bette Midler's been saying about Senator Rand Paul again and again and again? What Jimmy Kimmel says again and again? There are so many stars who say horrible, terrible, awful things, and nothing happens to them because they are aggressively left of center, and the woke mob doesn't want to come for them. They want to kind of support them. They like them. But if, you know, heaven forbid a Kirk Cameron says something untoward, he's done. So it's fascinating how the system works. Yeah, but it's always been that way. And Hollywood's mm -hmm. always been left wing. And, mm -hmm. and if you're a conservative actor, you shut up or you don't work. Everyone knows that unless you're Schwarzenegger or mm -hmm. The Rock or somebody that, you know, so powerful. Now, you have a system out there where Disney controls a lot of the product and uh, Fox controls the product and mm -hmm. CBS, Paramount, Viacom. But they're losing money. The movies are losing money. The television shows, nobody are watching them. Mm -hmm. Can't charge as much for the sponsorship. They're willing to lose profits to be woke. Is that I, what's going on? I think they are to a certain extent. I think when the bleeding becomes too heavy, then they may reassess. But they're okay if they can get a Spider-Man to make a, a gazillion dollars and they lose money on several other projects. I think it all kind of goes out in the wash. So I think right now they're not hurting enough to really have them have some self-reflection, say, hey, what are we doing? What are we doing wrong? What are we doing right? So I don't think they're there yet. Even like the media landscape, Stephen Colbert is just nasty and mean and cruel on his late show perch on CBS. 
But the way that the landscape works now, there are so many different channels. There are so many different ways to watch TV or just check something out. He doesn't need that Carson-sized audience anymore. He can survive in a smaller group yes, of people. Yes, I and mean, that's what and they're that's what all doing. And the right does that, too. They mm -hmm. do conspiracy theories. They know there's three million people who want conspiracy theories. They all do segmented things. Last yeah. question for you. Um, nobody cares about the Academy Awards. Nobody's going to watch the Oscars. Nobody can even uh, tell you what the best picture last year was. I mean, nobody. It's gone. It's these the it, the whole thing is gone. Do you think it'll ever be rebuilt? Well, I don't think they care enough or they want to rebuild it as it once was. So there's that. But also, I think there's a lot of cultural reasons why it's not the same as, you know, back in the day, seeing Jack Nicholson on TV was special because you never saw him. Now the stars are everywhere on social media, on different magazines, different channels, YouTube. So I think the special nature of it is gone. But again, the woke thing that we're talking about is directly impacting the show. It's not fun. It's not funny. It's not exciting. It's not irreverent. It's not magical. It's not about joy. It's about finger wagging. And who wants to sit through that for three hours? It's, right. it's hopeless right now. Very good analysis, Mr. Toto. The book is Virtue mm -hmm. Bombs, How Hollywood Got Woke and Lost It Soul. We appreciate you helping mm -hmm. us out tonight. We'll talk again soon, I hope. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This day in history, January 18th, 1986, 36 years ago, President Reagan signed Proclamation 5431. You know what that was? Making Martin Luther King Jr. Day a federal holiday. It took 15 years for that to happen. 15 years. So in the beginning, the opponents of making King Day a federal holiday said, well, he was not an honorable figure. All right. And then they said, well, another federal holiday would harm the economy. So they couldn't get it done until they started to persuade people, mostly political people, that this would be good. But then Senator Jesse Helms, you remember him, far right guy from North Carolina, he filibustered the Martin Luther King Jr. federal holiday, but lost. He called King a Marxist. King was a socialist. He wasn't a Marxist. All right. And then 36 years ago, it passed in the Senate, 78-22. Examples of those who voted against it, John McCain. Now, I'm not sure whether McCain voted against it as a congressperson or senator, but he voted against it at least once. Orrin Hatch, Chuck Grassley, the senator to this day. But it did pass and uh, it became a federal holiday 36 years ago today. Back with the Rock'em Sock'em mail segment and then a final thought that I think um, you will benefit from in a moment. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to 
arkseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arkseedkits.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, let's go to the mail. Sean Reeves, St. Louis Obispo, California. Nice town. Um, Is Donald Trump really going after Governor DeSantis? It's an anonymous-based story out of an organization that hates Trump. Did Trump make a nasty comment about DeSantis? Never in my presence. And we talked about DeSantis. Trump and I talked about him. He didn't say anything bad to me. Might he have said something to somebody? Well, DeSantis is whatever. I don't know. But I don't trust anonymous source stories. Okay? And you shouldn't either, Sean. Gary. Bill, you say President Hoover was worse than Joe Biden. Hoover may not have dealt effectively with the depression, but he didn't cause it. Biden has caused many problems. That is a very good point. Biden has caused himself tremendous problems for this country. Hoover was just befuddled and didn't know what to do and sat there for four years as people suffered. Max Tessier, in a recent column, you asked, How could anyone think the FBI, already under fire for the Russian collusion fiasco, would participate in a seditious attack? How, you ask? It's simple. They've gotten away with Russian collusion to date. No, they didn't. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is, in the court of public opinion, harmed dramatically. Now, the individuals who did this, yeah, Comey and Strzok and Page, they didn't get indicted. And they should have. But the system doesn't do that for some reason, okay? But the FBI? Who trusts the FBI? Come on. Then they're going to do a a, a seditious play? Linda, didn't they just vote the district attorney in New York in? I don't understand why these people vote the way they do. Do they like living with high crime? It's the mystery of the universe, Linda. Linda. These progressives keep voting for people who are going to hurt them. Mark, if things are so bad in progressive-run cities, how do you explain these idiots getting elected? Same question. I don't know. I knew, though, the, the vote counts are very low. A lot of people don't vote in these elections for DA. Ron Goldberg, Tampa, Florida, if independents are deciding elections, isn't it time for a strong independent candidate to run? Got to have the money in the organization. It's not there. 
you know how much money that would take? It would take $5 billion to establish a third party in this country. $5 billion. Where's that going to come from? That's why it doesn't happen. Debbie Greenberg, Scarsdale, New York. O'Reilly, I'd appreciate your input on a Texas synagogue hostage crime that occurred last Saturday. There is a rise in Jewish anti-Semitism around the world, and your acknowledgement of this would go a long way. Debbie, the attack in Texas was Muslim-generated. British citizen tied into terrorists. The FBI has declared it a terror crime, an act of terrorism. That's number one. As for the rise in anti-Semitism, I haven't seen it in the United States there is a little bit more of it. Is it an epidemic? Not here in New York, which is the center of Jewish culture in America. So here, there will always be, have always been anti-Semitism in the world, which is a sin. It's a sin. But, you know, look, this Muslim jihad stuff is still in play, and that targets Jews first. Kevin Manning, Sacramento, California. I'm saddened that Dr. King's message of the content of one's character, not the color of one's skin, is being buried by today's culture. I think uh, millions of us are with you, Kevin, on that. Um, you know, they've really lost their way. The progressives and a lot of the African-American leadership has lost their way. All right, word of the day. Brand new word. Do not be answering. I didn't know this word. A-N-S-E-R. I-N-E, answering, do not be that. Back with a final thought that will um, pertain directly to your life. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises, and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L.
All right, final thought of the day. Um, we're not living in the moment anymore because of this. So I walked into the deli to get a sandwich uh, a few hours ago. Instead of people like talking to each other or looking at how their sandwich is being made, and you ought to do that because the order sometimes gets screwed up. <laughs> not living in the moment. And I'm guilty too, not on the machine so much. I'm not addicted to the machine. I use it for work and try to put it away. But when I'm doing something like brushing my teeth, I'm not thinking about brushing my teeth. I'm thinking about something else. So I don't brush my teeth the way I should brush my teeth. If I'm doing a chore or I'm, I'm doing like I'm, my mind is, oh, I got to do that. And you get, you get hurt that way. Physically, you can get hurt. They walk into something, close the door on your hand. Live in the moment if you can. It's a discipline. Whatever you do, concentrate on what you're doing then, no matter how banal it is. All right? If you're cooking something, concentrate on the cooking. Because if you think about it, that food's not going to come out the way you want it to. All right? And be careful with that knife. and You get hurt. Live in the moment. Whatever you're doing, concentrate on that. If something else arises, put one thing aside and then do whatever arises. I can't tell you how distracted Americans are, and it hurts us. So just think about that. And I don't want any of my audience getting hurt. We need every single one of you. Thanks for watching today. Tomorrow live, 8 Eastern with the Biden press conference.